0: blog talk radio i'll be the last one standing two hands in the air i'm a champion you'll
1: be looking We are live, ladies and gentlemen, joined in studio, the sub vapor studio, the beautiful sub vapor studios, by the lead ASWF manager, the guy who has some of the best clients in the Mid-South, Mr. Infamous One Double J. We're going to get into him here in a little bit, but right off the bat, ladies and gentlemen, you saw it on the ASWF Facebook page, Leo Keegan today attacked. Don't know what happened. Still waiting on details from everybody as they are investigating everything. But right now, that's got to put him in.
2: What? How's your face <laughs> feeling, Michael? <laughs> it's
1: still a little bit sore. I think I, I still got that handprint on my face. <sighs> Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Stop. Anyway, back to what I was saying, but we're still investigating everything to be involved in this whole Leo Keegan situation. But, I mean, Double J, uh, just take it from the uh, aspect, you know, if Leo was your client right now, number one, obviously, whenever he wakes up, if he isn't, you know, we haven't gotten much word about his condition at this point. But, I mean, you got to think he's one fired-up monster right now.
2: Not not exactly Michael he's 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 probably asleep somewhere. I mean he got jumped, I mean somebody knocked him out. I mean, not not making fun of the guy or nothing I am give him credit credits to, but you asked him he's gonna be a client of mine. I mean, my clients don't be laying around anywhere. I mean they actually have protection at all times. Michael, I mean, come on, well, that's certainly true.
1: I do want to say we will be speaking to one of your clients. I believe you arranged Mr. Wolf to come uh to come in tonight to hopefully give us some answers about what's going to happen in the lead-up to the anniversary show, 19, coming up on April 7th, what the plan is moving forward. Hopefully, Mark will be here to give us some answers. But getting back into this Leo Keegan situation, all we know thus far is that his status is uncertain for the anniversary show. We know that he was attacked. Apparently, he does not know who attacked him. You obviously have all seen the video. We can't tell who attacked him. All we know is somebody did a number on Leo Keegan, and right now he's being evaluated at a medical facility. And this really puts his title shot in that triple threat in jeopardy right now.
2: Well, that list leaves. Who's that leave, Michael, after Leo Keegan's now he's injured? We don't even know. To April 7th. He's even going to be uh, got word yet from the doctors if he's even going to be able to compete. Who's that, who's, that, who's that lead? Right
1: now that leaves Deadly Dale and Cataclysm. But, you know, the ASWF could be looking towards finding somebody to potentially fill that spot. But I, last word, I talked to Joey Britt this afternoon, uh-huh. right before we came on the air, and he said that he is holding Mr. Keegan's spot because he did earn it. So he said Mr. Keegan does have a spot if he can manage to be cleared by doctors. So why are you the only
2: one talking to Joey Britt? I mean, nobody's seen, seen him. Uh, it's like, you, I'll talk to Joey Britt. I'll talk to Joey. Why are we talking to Joey? Why aren't we talking to Bad Brad? I mean, he should be one to have 100% commissionership. I mean, I'm not trying to get my, my, my myself in trouble, while i will fixing the say, by anybody, by any means. But I think Joey Britt needs to go ahead and sign over 100% to Bad Brad to the commissionership of ASWF. I mean, because he's never there. He's never on the show. He's never been on. I mean, he ain't been on Aftermath and since since last time we had uh, Aftermath was last two years ago, was a year ago, was like that? He's never been on here. But you're the one that's always at the highlight of the moment. Oh, Mister Joey Britt said he says gonna hold it tall and all that. Well, hey, can you smack the other side of the face. Well,
1: and, and no, no, you stay over there, sir. With that uh, being said, I mean Joey obviously is a very busy man being commissioner of the ASWF has a lot of responsibilities, and he's been out fulfilling those responsibilities. From what I understand, he's scouting talent to bring to the Valley Arena because he is big on having the best talent for the fans
2: available in the Mid-South. So you're not giving Bad Brad uh, any credit at all? You're you're not giving him any credit. That's just how how biased you are. You're only one-sided guy. Just how you know, you know who should be here? You know who should be here, Michael? I, I just, I hate it when that, that you spew out of that puke of your, out of your mouth about Joey Britt, Joey Britt, Joey Britt. I wish he'd come in the studio tonight. I wish I could pay him to come down here to the sub o the studio, walk in here and just slap you across the face, and me and him just take over the rest of the night. I'm so sick of hearing you about that. You know, I nobody heard, like I said, from Joey Britt. I guess you. were are we supposed to take your word for that? Is that what you're saying? Because you're the voice of ASWF. Well, absolutely. You know, I have conversations with Joey Brad every day.
1: He keeps me up to date on exactly what's going on in the current ASWF landscape and what some of these decisions are. Sometimes Brad doesn't. You know. Sometimes Brad isn't. Sometimes Brad's the one that lets us know what's going on. But you know, sometimes it just depends. You know, Brad. It comes out was the one that uh, informed us on the triple threat and made the final decision on the triple threat coming up this Saturday night. Speaking of which, big news there dropping this past week that Bad Brad has forced cataclysm into a triple threat. And you know, whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. Nobody's forcing the uh, he called it. Hey, I'm gonna go crawl, uh, crawl back and say you you sung about you know cataclysm being forced he said i won that i won my little trophy from little pony boy you know what well the mr predator man is gonna have to get in the in the ring and defend his little trophy Have his little trophy case Ooh, yes, and get in the ring and fight the whoever that is you know what though you know what the bad thing is i i i know who i know who he's He's possibly going to, have to be fighting, you know, because I got that. I got that spill, you know. That's stuff you don't have, Michael. You have Joey Britt in your back pocket. I don't have anybody in my back pocket. That's the thing is, I just know where people. When I got, that's why I have the connection. You know what I'm saying? Pun intended. There. Hello. Well, I mean, you
1: you said you have the inside source. Uh, have you been talking to the commissioner? Do you know who is the potential opponent for Cataclysm this week in this non-title matchup? I mean, this is something that you got to wonder: Is Joey, or excuse me, is Brad, trying to soften up Cataclysm for the ASWF anniversary show?
2: Soften. Is is that what we're gonna go with? Soften. You know what? You know what's funny? He's talking about being being crazy and stuff, but I'm I'm gonna take a quote from somebody I know. I'm the only crazy up in that brain of his. I'm the only crazy that's ever gonna be up in that brain of his. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, I, I I just love listening to the new commissioner and what he has to do with the ASWF. And this guy, Bad Brad, has took this company from from the slums of the garbage where Joey and Ricky's been having it. And when you get rid of guys, now I I know I got in trouble last week, but I have to mention so you know where I'm going with this. When you get rid of guys like we got rid of guys like Austin Lane. You get him out the door, and you, then you get new management in there and start doing do things and do that and do this, and they do the direction, and they take the a big swerve of garbage out the door, and they take the company, and then they put guys in like Bad Brad in charge, and then you get Joey out the door and over. Michael, what are you looking at me like? for? You're acting like your job's at stake. Nobody's at state. But the thing is, great things are coming to ASDF. It ain't just about one person. It ain't about the lanes. They're gone. You know, like Joey Britt, he tries to make it all about him. He needs to be gone. Things like Bad Brad, he's a biased guy. He makes it about everybody in the company. He's a fair man, individual. I wish you could understand that. That's something that you and Ricky Rowland are just not, I mean, I don't understand it, why y'all sit in your old ways, man. Well, I'm Bad Brad maintains in the
1: quote-unquote
2: interest of fairness
1: that this is exactly why he is doing this and forcing the uh, ASWF champion into this triple threat match is because the other two competitors, Mr. Keegan, who obviously we see his status is in jeopardy, and Mr. Uh, Deadly Dale, who we'll get
2: to in a little bit. He's a Hall of Famer. Don't forget. Deadly Dale's a Hall of Famer. Don't forget that. He's the crazy of the crazies. He tries to be the – I don't know who's crazier. Is it Cataclysm or Deadly Dale? You know what I like to do myself? If I could call shots around there, I would put them both in the cage, put a top on it. Put a big old lock on the door. I'll be like, first blood, first one standing up wins the match. I'm just telling you, kill yourself. Come up and kill each other. I hate to be like that, but kill each other. Well, I'm not so sure that even a
1: cage would manage to uh, keep them two individuals, uh, keep order in that matchup. But with that being said, you know, that's what Brad maintains. It's in the interest of fairness that, Cataclysm has got to enter a non title triple threat this, uh, this coming up Saturday night in the Valley Arena. But here's the thing Cataclysm doesn't know its opponents yet. And, you know, you're over there laughing because you said you have the inside source. Why
2: don't you tell the fans? Who's, who's Cataclysm's opponent going to be this week? His opponents, you want to know, it right now his opponents are going to be his crazy brains all splattered on the on the combat. That's who they're going to be. He's going to have to find them out and search them in his head. Where they at? Find them. Where's Waldo? <laughs> what? Hey, obviously
1: I shouldn't have known. I'm not going to get any answers out of this guy. Maybe your client tonight, when he calls in at the top of the hour, will be a little bit more, a little bit more forthcoming with answers. But that's the thing. He keeps maintaining under this guise of the in- interest of fairness. He made lethal injection in the interest of fairness. Earn their way to the anniversary show where they will take on uh, they will take on the dirty little gang, dirty little Dave, and uh, slam for the ASWF tag team championships. Everything he does, he says is the in, in the interest, but a lot of people tend to believe that the- it may not be that fair that the that he may be stacking the deck against people you know and uh, supposedly we've got the co-commissioner calling in at some point tonight and you know I really want to know what he's got to say to those people but Jay what do you say to the people that are cri- criticizing the current administration as far as the co-commissioner goes and saying that he is unfair and that he's unfairly stacking the deck against these against lethal injection and cataclysm and other people inside of the ASWF.
2: Well, I know I'm probably going to get fined for this or in trouble, but, you know, it's like buttholes. Everybody's got opinions, you know, and they all smell. But I I do have a little insight about it. I'll give you a little insight about what Dirty Little Dave said. You know, uh, Dirty Little Dave, he has uh, 40-plus years experience you know, with Slam coming in, too, Slam's got a lot of experience in this match. He uh, coming in and the ASWF, I mean, they. you know what Dave is all about, you know, in the gang, they're putting boots to asses. And, you know, I have experience with lethal injection. Not trying to take a back down memory rain because we all know what happened in the past a long time ago. And I do matter of fact, uh, Michael, if you quote me, right or wrong, I think it might have been an anniversary show. Cause it's been so long ago because I've been so much through some, you know, beatings and stuff like that of fighting people. But I think a long time ago, it was full throttle versus uh, uh, lethal injection for the ASWF Tag Team Championship at anniversary show: uh, table, ladders, and chairs. And so I know I'm very familiar with lethal injections. I'm not going to sit on the phone and talk trash about Brad Mercury or Briar. These two guys, these two young pups in the wrestling business are some strong upcoming tag team. They're they're there. They're right there in your eyesight every time you turn around. Anytime you mention independent wrestling, you hear, you see Dirty Little Dave in the gang. You think about them in a tag team division. Every time you turn around, you think about the lethal injection. They're right there. Anytime you think about a tag team, independent around here, in this area in Arkansas, you think about lethal injection and their little gang, and that's what I always picture in my head when I and I see a tag team tournament going on. I picture them two teams that are always at the top of the at the ranks going to tear each other apart, Michael.
1: And absolutely so, but it looks like we've got our co commissioner on the line here, so let's go ahead and get some answers here. Starting no, no, it's Dad Brad, but let's go ahead and yeah, bring him. On the line. Let's go ahead and bring him on. Brad, I want to ask you first and foremost what you have on this developing story with Leo Keegan being attacked earlier this afternoon.
3: Well, we've got a crack team of uh, investigators trying to figure out exactly what's going on. If you ask me, I'm going to go ahead and say that Joey Britt and Rocket Ricky Rowland had something to do with that because – their precious savior, the psycho savior, the psychotic savior, the whatever he wants to call himself, cataclysm, is in fear of losing his title very, very soon. So what do you do when you're in fear? You take out the threats. So I think we got some collusion going on there, but we ain't not got to the bottom of it yet. I do know that I've been in contact with Leo... And uh, I've been in contact with his people, and he will not be there this Saturday. But you can damn well bet that come the anniversary show, I would tend to believe that a competitor like him is going to be there. But I told him, I said, go ahead, take some time. Let us figure out what's going on. And then he's looking. Damn well bet he's looking. So that's all I know at this point. I've, I've been busy on the phone. I've been Buzzing the internet all day long Trying to figure out What's going on since that video came out And I'm just I'm stunned At what, what what's, what's transpired so far I don't understand exactly what's going on But uh, I've got my suspicions Well and Brad One
1: thing I want to ask you about is And Joey obviously pretty much Confirmed everything you said about There's an investigation going on And stuff and that Leo is obviously in the hospital right now convalescing, and he may not be ready for the anniversary show. Now, with that being said, he (laughs) said that you guys are still affording him the opportunity to, should he be cleared to remain as uh, the number one contender, so to speak, in that triple threat match. Have you guys talked about the possibility of him not being cleared?
3: Well, look, I'm not going to divulge any of my plans as far as the direction that I want to go in should he not be able to perform at the anniversary show at his duly earned number one contendership. But with that being said, as much as I can't stand the fans, I enjoy being me, and I enjoy the success that I bring so you're absolutely right. I have a plan in place moving forward, a contingency plan, shall we say, moving forward that will rival anything that those two guys could ever throw together. Okay. Well,
1: Brad, uh, there's a poll up right now on ASWF uh, Anniversaries page over there on Facebook talking about the ASWF Evolution Championship and talking about allowing the fans to decide what kind of match NSYNC Shane will be defending the Evolution title and this uh, at the anniversary show on April 7th. Go ahead and let me know, I mean, your favorite side of the match. I mean, we obviously have a ladder match in there, and that, you know, epitomizes the ASWF Evolution division. I believe we have a street fight in there as an option. And we also have a false count anywhere. If you could have, and you know, obviously the polls are still open, and we'll announce the results this Saturday night as to what match Insane Shane will be in. If you had your your uh, take on it. If you were able to choose, what kind of match would you put Insane Shane in?
3: Well, um, I would probably go with a no disqualification on the based on the aspect that you know he's another one of the protected ones. And I call them the protected ones because if you are in the corner of Joey Britt and Rockin' Ricky Rowland, you're protected. They do anything and everything they can to ensure that you come out victorious. They're like the anti-me. See, I let my guys go in there, and they have to earn their spots. But apparently you don't have to do that if you're connected with them. But I like to know disqualification. I love that. That, that would be In my, my deal. But look, let me tell you something. Let me let me, let me me say something, though. Mm-hmm. He's issued an open challenge for the Evolution title. Now, at what point does that snake turn around and bite Insane Shane? There's a possibility that Insane Shane goes to the go anniversary show, a former champion. See, that's the
4: thing. Absolutely. That,
3: and I get it. I get it. I get it, Michael. I mean, we know where your paychecks come from. We get it. So you're just going to... Don't ever assume anything in the ASWF because to assume in the ASWF means you think it's going to go one direction and it can go complete opposite. There's too many superstars in that locker room for you to even think that it's a foregone conclusion that Insane Shane makes it the Evolution title. Because, like I've told you before, and like Double J knows, and, and Michael, you've been following wrestling forever. You already know that when you are at the top, everybody, and I mean everybody, is coming for that title. We never know what's going to happen. Somebody could come out of the stands. A licensed wrestler could come out of the stands, for all we know, and and, and take the open title challenge and win it. We've seen it before. Maybe not with the title, but we've seen, I mean, you go back years, a couple of years back, we saw Mike Anthony uh, issue an open challenge to the Hall of Fame wall, and, and crazy Luke Graham comes out. So who knows what's going to happen? Like I've told people, just smoke one less pack of cigarettes this week, folks, and save that $5 and come down to the show. I mean, we're almost to the first, so you'll get another check pretty
1: soon. Well, absolutely, but Brad, one thing I want you to address here tonight: there's a lot of uh, a lot of unrest amongst the fan base in the Valiant Arena. Me and Double J were addressing this before you came on. A lot of what they look in the mirror, you, Brad. You can't be making fun of the ASWF fans. Come on! Well, now. you said there was a lot of unrest, and I know a lot of these fans. As I watched them post on
3: social media. They post pictures of how beautiful they are. If they looked in the mirror, I'd have unrest too if I saw myself in the mirror if I was a fan down there. That's scary.
1: Oh, my God. Well, Brad, what I was going to ask you about is the unrest stems from the uh, perceived fact that you use the guise of giving everybody a fair opportunity and everything, and then you turn around and you put cataclysm in a match this Saturday night where he doesn't know his opponent and what a lot of people are calling as a way for you to soften him up for the anniversary show for Deadly Dale and for Leo Keegan, possibly.
3: Is he not a champion? I mean, what's the problem? I mean, tell me what the problem is. See, here's the problem that I see is that Let's flip that coin. This is what you guys are good at doing. This is the struggle that when we ran the infamous connection, this is what we dealt with. You guys want to twist everything to your little glorious lighted pathways and say, oh, well, you're trying to soften him up. How many times have we seen Leo Keegan in a fatal three-way and Deadly Dale in a fatal three-way? I mean, what's good for the goose is, not good for the gander. I mean, is that what what I'm hearing? So, in all fairness, I didn't make it a title match, so his precious little gold strap isn't in question. He's just got to go out there and beat two other guys. That's what a champion does, right?
1: Absolutely, I can see your point, Brad. But I mean, two weeks before, two weeks before the biggest title defense of his career at ASWF Anniversary 19. You put his health at Jeopardy, the health of your biggest champion at Jeopardy in a triple threat match. (laughs) I put him in Jeopardy?
3: Have you listened to him? Have you seen him? Health? (laughs) Are we talking about Cataclysm here? The guy's a lunatic. He's probably right now salivating at the fact that he gets to go in there and not get to be the
1: psychotic
3: savior. <laughs> Quit laughing, Cataclysm, because you're going to have to prove yourself in my eyes. Now, you may have won the fans, and you may have won the hearts of Joey Britt and Rocky Rick and Rowan, Ricky Roland. But you haven't proven anything to me yet. So this Saturday night, here's your chance. And I put my little white gloves on for him, and I said, okay, I won't make it a title match. I get it. But come on. The guy is absolutely insane. So do you think he really cares about his health? I don't think so. I mean, let's face it. The guy's a contender. We know that. I'll give him credit. He went through, what, 20, 30 minutes of absolute hell against Lee Michaels and Ray Ray. And he still came He's out 32. on top, so what's different? I,
1: I I mean, I can't disagree with you. Everybody knows that Cataclysm is one of the gutsiest performers to ever wear to the ASWF championship, but I'm just letting you know what the fans, the, what they're perceiving, so to speak. Hey, the fans, I could, un- first of all,
3: First of all, I could care less what perception the fans have What they think, because let's face it, they're simple-minded, ignorant, and uh, they're not worthy of my time. They better be lucky that I chose the ASWF to take control over so that they at least have a little bit of entertainment on a Saturday night instead of crushing beer cans upside their forehead and watching NASCAR.
1: Absolutely. Well, Brad, we actually have a special guest, and I'm not going to tell you who it is, but he says he has a message for you. So we're going to go right to him right now. Caller, are you with us?
4: (laughs) Hello, Michael. Hello, Brad. I will let anybody on the show. (laughs) Yeah. Number one, I address you, Michael. Yes, you sir? sit there. You, you shut up while I'm talking. you sitting there doubting what I'm capable of. I have zero issues with being in a match that Brad has set up. I don't care if there's two other people, three other people. Hell, there can be 20 other guys in there. I don't care. So do not ever doubt what I am capable of. As for softening me up, that is out of the question. I put myself through so much pain throughout the week that a single match will do nothing. Remember that, young man. Yes, sir. But on, But, uh uh on to other things. Brad Hicks. Bad Brad. You sit there and you talk about how I'm a competitor, I'm good. But then you turn around the next second and downplay me like like I didn't deserve what I got. I don't understand your mindset. I I'm I'm maybe I've taken too many hits to the head, but I'm a little confused at what your message is. I mean, do you want me to to achieve higher goals, or do you want to see me buried beneath others' feet?
3: I'm pretty much going with option two there. I like that one.
4: <laughs> All I have to say is good luck. Because as long as I hold that belt in my hand, as long as I have your... Little trophy. There is nothing that will ever pull me down to the depths to where I've already been. I don't want to go back, and I won't.
3: I, I can respect that. I can. I can get with that, and you know, cataclysm. I did tell Michael. That you, as I witnessed firsthand in ringside, different role. At that time, I was with Gaston Stallion. And I, I watched, I watched, sir. I watched, sir, with all due respect, as you outlasted both Ray Ray and Lee Michaels, both accomplished competitors within the ASWF. So I'm not taking anything away from you. What I allude to, though, is this orb of protection that seems to be there when it comes to Rock and Ricky Roll and Joey Britt, and they've got favorites? And that is why I made the decision not to soften you up. See, Michael wants to start the pot. I just want to put a test out there, just like I believe all true champions should be tested. And that, that's all that is.
4: That's all that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I have no issues with that. I have no problem with putting, doing whatever needs to be done. I don't have to prove myself to you, though. I know what I'm capable of. And as for your little favorites comments dealing with Ricky and, and Joey and All that, I've never seen that side. I've never been what you would call one of their favorites. I don't really care about being anyone's favorite. All I do is stand back, take my place where I need to be, and earn everything that's given. Anything else guys Anything else you want to know <laughs> well, well
3: let me ask you this Cataclysm As a champion and as somebody Who's found the use of at least One brain cell What um, what do you, what, do you uh, what goes on in that Uh abyss of yours, that brain of yours, knowing that a guy like the infamous one is in the corner of a guy holding the golden ticket, a ticket that uh, allows him to cash it in at any moment, and, well, since you have the biggest prize in the game, I mean, that's got to play in your mind, does it not?
4: Anybody that said it didn't is nothing but a fool. Of course, that's always in the back of my mind. But here's the thing. Unlike your former little buddy, Stallion, I don't let my arrogance get into the way, in the way of my intelligence. I may be a little crazy. I may be a little psycho, as I've been labeled, but I'm not stupid. I know what goes on. I understand that. And I know in a moment's chance, if I'm down, looking up at those lights, Wolf will pounce. I'm not. I'm not stupid to that notion. But I guarantee it. If he does, if that time comes, he's going to be in for the fight of his life.
2: I mean,
3: <laughs> I, I'm going to be. I'm going to be honest with you. Cataclysm, I'm, I'm going to be brutally honest With you, you know I've been watching Your social media page and Seeing these these ramblings As I like to call them that, that You're putting out there and you seem to be Falling into the Footsteps of, of, a, of a Cultish type uh, Gathering, I mean do, Is there anything that we need to worry about As far as <laughs> the future of cataclysm
4: The legion of the menai is always the works, and the family is always growing. I always have my eyes open to every aspect I watch constantly. I see constantly these these guys that have no way, they have no direction. I know for a fact. As I've said many times, I can show them the way. The thing is, sometimes your mind has to get a little fractured to understand that. <laughs>
3: so, so, Cataclysm, let me ask you one more question, and then I will let you go do your... Thing, whatever that may be, but um, <laughs> so you have a here. Here's the situation I want to know, and and this is I want to kind of get in that head of yours just a little bit, not too much, because I consider myself. Good famous.
4: luck. <laughs> but I
3: want to know. Now you have a former Manai member in Deadly Dale that, uh, as we've seen, somehow, some way. Leo Keegan may not make it to the anniversary show. There's that possibility, but your former Wait. Member, Wait, what?
4: What are yeah, you talking well, about? well, somebody
3: attacked. Him. Somebody attacked Leo Keegan as he was delivering some form of video message. We're trying to figure out what's going on.
4: He really? won't be there Saturday.
3: Really? Like you don't know yeah. what happened. <laughs> We could, that's that's very
4: interesting. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure
3: it is. I'm I'm sure it is. I'm watching you too, cataclysm. I've got eyes on you too, because I think you had something to do with it.
4: <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't asked you what you were talking about, dummy. <laughs> or would you? But or would you? Mm. Or would you try to throw us off there a little bit, huh? See. <laughs>
3: See, this is that the whole Riddler aspect that you've got going on. And I get it. I, I love a good mental game. I love it. It's fun. But I want to ask you, what is going through your head, knowing that you have to defend your title at least for the moment, against Deadly Dale, a guy that's just as crazy as you are?
4: <laughs> Here's the thing about Dale. I spent a lot of time with him when we first started the Manai I got into the head of Deadly Dale. He's every bit as crazy as I am. Probably a lot more, but in different aspects. The thing is, though, is I know what Dale is capable of. I've seen it firsthand. The thing is, Dale don't know what I'm capable of. To what extent I We'll go to put him down.
3: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough.
4: (laughs) So until again next time, guys. (laughs) Goodbye. Wow. Uh, Can we screen the calls better?
1: Hey, I mean, all I know was I was told it wasn't even cataclysm. It was some dude, and he said, "Hey, I want to talk to Bad Brad about something. I've got a message for him." Hey, and that's all I knew was it was some guy calling in with a message for you, Brad. And I mean, loud and clear, he delivered one to you. He said, "Don't
2: underestimate me." But
1: is Double J around?
3: Is Double J there?
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I was in here. Uh, I was in here frying some eggs up. You know, you ever see that commercial? That guy goes crack, cracks open and puts it in the pan. and he goes, "Hey, this is this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> Don't do that." <laughs> After all your cataclysm, I think of that commercial.
3: I mean, good grief! Like, and see his it, double I J. J I mean, you've listened this whole time. Did you see how Michael tries to twist it and make me act to be some? evil, bad guy type guy. I've never done anything but tell the truth. And if the truth is what is considered to be to be a bad guy, then the truth shall set set me free. Because, Double J, I've told you time and time again, the city of Tuckerman ought to host a parade every time we show up at the Valleon Arena. They should
2: I, I, Michael's that kind of uh, Cowder guy He wants to, a million dollars And turns around And tries to make put the blame on you And then you don't know it till you sit there And you have to think about it For a minute You know It's just how You know I guess what I need to do Is just go ahead And put up some more money And bring Ray Ray Back down here to the studio With va- sub on vapors And come over here And slap him again Real hard And get some sense Knocked into him Because I'm sitting over Looking at him right now And I just feel like I, I'm in a good mood tonight I feel like I need to come over and slap the homeless eye of him, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> we
3: well, don't settle on anything better than that.
1: Well, speaking of Ray, uh, earlier this week, we were talking about, uh, we were talking last week about Ray, and you said you were going to have some conversations with him this week about his actions. What uh, did those conversations entail? What, type of conversations did you guys have
3: well we had the type of conversation where i talked to him and he talks to me and we we got some stuff worked out and we we, we talked about should we make it public and i think we both agreed that we're going to make it public but not tonight we're going to wait till the time is right and i've given uh ray full permission uh in the 50% that I do control with ASWF as co-commissioner, that he is allowed to at any point in time do what he wants to do. And that's what we settled on. So, you know, it's one of those situations where you're going to have to sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride because we already know that Ray's going to do what Ray wants to do when Ray wants to do it. So, Hold you on. know, Hold I just gave him, on. I gave him, I gave him poor blessings.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, I was talking, uh, Ray obviously is going to be on at some point in the show. We never know when he's going to show up. But one thing I want to ask you, you just said, you just said that you gave him full reign to do whatever he wants at the ASWF. That sounds like favoritism.
3: Well, here's the deal.
1: Bray has been
3: put on the back burner for several years. We're talking about an ASWF Hall of Famer. And he came to me and he said, I don't like the way things are going. And I said, I don't don't either. I said, number one, Michael Carnahan's back at the announce table, and I don't like that. But it is what it is. R.C. Liberty wasn't available. But I said, Bray, aren't you a? You're a Hall of Famer. You're, you're on that wall. And he said, Yeah. And I said, Well, first of all, I congratulated him on what he was able to do. I loved coming out of that mask. That was awesome. And uh, he said, Well, I got so and so, so and so, and so and so, and so and so in mine. And I said, Ray, you're an ASWF Hall of Famer. So you know what? You have my blessing, sir. How is that favoritism? Where is the favoritism in me singling out one individual? I've allowed three or four different people the opportunity for their light to shine. Leo Keegan was one of them, and that got taken away for the time being. I didn't. I'm not the one that stood him up in the center of the ring and speared him as he had his back to me. I said, Leo, go get what you want to get and get it done because you're good enough to do it. And you know what? He won himself a shot. And then somebody took it away, or at least it's what it appears to be. But that's not favoritism, Michael. That's allowing an ASWF Hall of Famer the opportunity to get what he wants to get. And as far as I'm concerned, there's an Open Evolution Championship out there, apparently, as Insane Shane wants to put it out there. So if that's what Ray wants to do, that's what Ray wants to do. If Ray just wants to go out there and beat the hell out of him, and not even worry about a title. He can do that too. Well, we're uh, we're
1: hopefully gonna we're hopefully gonna get some answers later tonight. Maybe more so than from you. We'll get some answers Whoa. from the.
2: Right, uh, there. You, we
1: have ten loves. You. first of all, let me let me
3: tell you something. Let me tell you something, Mister hey, Carnahan. Well, you can talk to me however you want to on this radio. But let me remind you that as my employee inside that value arena, you might want to watch out who you're talking to because you can be replaced at any moment in time. So I would tread lightly, my friend, tread very, very lightly.
1: Well, sir, obviously I don't mean any disrespect, but the fans want to know, and they're getting frustrated as to, you know, these perceived uh, quote-unquote, uh, and once again, I'm just quoting some of the stuff I've read here on social media over the week, you know, these favoritisms that are being shown towards Leo. First Higgins. of all, you know, first, first of, of all, can,
3: the fans can't even spell favoritism, so you're making this up. They're still writing with crayons on white paper, and maybe they don't even get crayons because those are too sharp. So they might have to use a charcoal pen and tear the paper back from it. So quit making it up, Michael. Just come to the point. If you want to, I tell you right now, this is, and I'll show you how fair I am. Just go ahead and say what you got to say, and I will hold no ill will. I will harbor no bad feelings. Tell me what you want to say. Quit using the fans because we know they're not that intelligent.
1: You. Try to be a little bit more respectful to the fans, Mr. Hicks. They're the guys that allow us to do what we do you know every other week at the Valley Arena and every week here on ASWF aftermath here on talk radio 49 but Brad uh, Brad what the thing is with this is a lot of another name that's being brought up is uh, the name of Max Stone. you know he continues. Continuously attack Will Cage with no, with no certain, with no uncertain, you know, no punishment, so to speak.
3: Where do, where does Max Stone deserve to be punished for? As far as I'm concerned, I've seen I've seen it both ways, so. Turn about is fair play to me, and, and at the point of Max Stone, the thing, again, like I've told you time and time and time and time and some more time after that, is that I'm here to highlight, to put the spotlight on those guys who have stood in the dark for so long under the oppressive umbrella that was Joey Britt and Rockin' Ricky Rowland. And see, that's where I've come in and shifted and turned the tides at the ASWF. So as far as I'm concerned, all I see is that Max Stone is putting his name at the top of the list, and he's doing it by brute force. I cannot condemn a man for doing that. He is doing what he has to do to get it done. And that is honorable, that is noble, that is brilliant. To say the least I mean
1: A lot of people think that he should be Punished Brad though For not attacking Will You know not having a straight up One on one contest And always attacking Will from behind You know when Will isn't prepared You know he's come really close To putting Will out of action For a little bit You know he's come really close to concussing Will At points and that's where fans are having a problem
3: well, maybe Mr. Will needs to toughen up a little bit. Maybe he needs to come to me. or Hell, for that matter, all he's got to do is go up to Joey or Ricky and say, hey, I want to fight this guy. And it doesn't matter. They'll be like, yeah, I got you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Well, anything, anything to get back at that guy. So let's make it happen.
1: Come talk to me. Let's make it happen. Well, we will see here in the coming weeks as this all shapes up towards the anniversary show. But, Brad, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I'm not sure if you can stay with us through the commercial break, but we're going to take a quick commercial break as we head towards the top of the hour here on ASWF Aftermath. And when we come back, we're going to release the next ASWF Hall of Famer in this year's class. all of the hall of famers that have made the cut this year but brad the next hall of famer to be released a guy who epitomizes toughness epitomizes what the aswf was in the early days of the aswf man who fought i believe without a toe you know a gentleman by the name of hillbilly tiny going into this year's hall of fame class brad
3: well, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and and lie. I mean, obviously, well-deserved. Didn't know much about him, to be honest with you. Um, but I'll give anybody respect and props that, that has earned the opportunity and the mention and the nod to go into the Hall of Fame. I mean, that's a, a class of, of competitors and, and, and individuals that, has done something uh, spectacular within the ASWF and and uh, professional wrestling and, as a whole. So uh, my hat's off to him. And, uh, you know, so far with what I know about the, the Hall of Fame this year, it's, it's shaping up to be a pretty rock-solid class as, as usual. So
1: my hat's off Absolutely. to anyone
3: and everyone that makes it in. Absolutely. And
1: we announced last week the induction of tony watt former obviously xow uh promoter and well-known throughout the mid-south wrestling industry brad so once again want to give a full congratulations posthumously to the late tony watts for his induction into the aswf hall of fame well
3: i mean you got to give tony credit where credit's due god rest his soul uh you know, lost uh, lost his life um, uh, several I think it's several years back, but uh, definitely known around the A- uh, ASWF and, and XOW in and the mid south. And you know, regardless of uh, you know whatever issues you may have with anybody, he's done what he needs to do, and he's in the hall of fame. So, you know, like I said before, if you are mentioned enough to be in the in the hall of fame, then you obviously have done something spectacular, and, and we congratulate you as well.
1: Absolutely. Well, Brad, I noticed in the live feed during the commercial, your phone started ringing off the hook. So I believe you were kind of signaling to us that you have to uh, hop off here and get back Is uh, real quick before you leave. Is that any information on the Leo Keegan situation? Is it an update you can provide for us? Anything?
3: Well, again, right now, again, it's still under investigation. And uh, we're going to go ahead and and continue to to keep monitoring the situation. Uh, We'll probably kind of cool it off for the evening as I still have a ton of business elsewhere inside the ASWF to handle as far as I am uh, getting things done. You know, I st- I'm I'm I've got input uh, into a major show coming up on what April seventh, the anniversary show that for the first time, I mean I'm super excited because it's finally gonna have that bad Brad stamp on it that I've been wanting for about three and a half four years now uh, since coming to the ASWF. I finally have gonna get to see what and you'll get to see and and uh, the fans will get to see too, but. You know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome, and we still got two shows before that. So, come on, this is going to be great. Absolutely. I mean, I can't. This is this is this is where wrestling fans. Well, first of all, I would say they deserve me, but they don't deserve me. I'm too good for them. Um, I just have to deal with them. But what I'm saying though, is they're on, they're 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 privileged enough to get to see the bricks that I am paving on that road to the anniversary show, and then when we finally get to the granddaddy of them all, you're gonna see everybody's gonna see <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna see exactly. What we, I mean, what I've got in store.
1: Absolutely, and Brad, it was nice visiting with you here tonight, and we hope you all the luck as we continue down the no, road. Shut the up, Michael Carney, and shut your mouth. Let me talk to Double J
3: real quick. I don't care about you.
2: Hey, hey, Brad. After we done talking, so I, I just I wanted to, ahead, sir. I just wanted to tell you, number
3: yeah. one, I slap him, tell him to shut up. He is not to ever tell me to have a good night. He is not privileged enough to even talk to me like we're we're cool, so he can just shut. Turn him off for right now. I just wanted to tell you, and I'll let you finish. But I wanted to, to sir, from the bottom of my heart, I hope you have a good evening. Uh, I hope that uh, Mark Wolf is doing well, and um, it, it's been a pleasure to to talk with you. Now him,
2: I could care less. Right, I understand. If you got a, just a few minutes, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you sit behind the scenes here. And if you got just a little bit of time, I got a special surprise. Everybody wants to know what's going on here, but I got a special guest I want to bring on. And here, I'm going to let you go a little bit, Brad, and listen back here. All right, Michael, it is that hour, my favorite hour of the evening. I am, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to bring on the. Greatest of all time, in my opinion. That's what i be Quit looking at me like that. I've slapped those jaw. He is the golden ticket winner. He has always been on top of the mountain, I my eyes. He's been held back by many people. You're going to talk to right now, Michael. Why are you looking at me like that? Mark Wolf. Mark, what can you there, I say? Baby? Thank you
0: for that intro. I'm here. Thank you for that introduction, Double J.
2: baby it's good to hear your voice man i'm telling you uh i can't wait we've been on this journey to the uh, anniversary show and man you have made a big impact this year in aswf congratulations again like i've been telling you week in and week out on the golden ticket and the mindset that you have even though uh this past week he keeps pointing at uh, about a situation i'm not going to bring up win lose or draw we're still the winners baby
0: Exactly, it's all about what we've got in our mind. So we may, might take a few losses What happens is at the end game What we do at the end game That's what matters
1: Well, Mark I want to ask you about the end game Things how I won't get any answers Out of your uh, your Agent, so to speak here Mr. Double J What is the plan here? What is the plan with the golden ticket? Do Do you know? Have you guys formulated it? Hey
0: Oh, oh! I've got it formulated now whether I think you people are important enough to know. And by people, I mean you, Michael Carnahan, and the fans at ASWF. I honestly don't think they're important enough to know. Well,
1: I mean, Mark, the fans are clamoring. I mean, especially after the last show, the fans have been blowing up my social media They've been wanting to know what's going on. I mean, the last show, there was some altercation, I believe. I didn't see it personally, but they said something about you using the briefcase on Mike. I'm not sure, but they said you cost him an opportunity.
0: And if I did, Mike Mike Anthony decided he needed to stick his nose, that he thought he was good enough to eliminate me from that triple threat match. I was trying to run from the crazy man, and then I roll back in. They're thinking I'm going to have a nice match and everything else, and I what do I run into? I run right into an RKO, one, two, three. So, yeah, I screwed Mike over. Well,
1: I mean, a lot of fans are wondering, like, what's going on? Was, is there any ill will, or was it just because? business? It's just
2: business. It's just business, Carter Do you not understand when the golden ticket man talks to you? It's just business. Why don't you understand what this man's telling you? I mean, do we have to beat it in your head? Do I have to get that? I hate to. I hate to get that beautiful golden ticket that he just won and just bash it across your head. Because the thing is, this man's just telling you it's just business. There's nothing personal. We got our eyes set on everybody. You keep trying to force us, and you keep trying to tell me, we got our eyes set on one thing. No, we do not. We got our eyes set on the tag team division. We got our eyes set on insane shame we got our eyes set on cataclysm any title all targets man we're on the go we're on the prowl we're on looking we're looking at everybody but we got that golden ticket that's why we can set back win lose or draw we're still on top of that mountain mark
0: that's what it is what i did to mike that was because of what happened that night as far as i'm concerned anything between mike and i is done i don't care about him anymore He's out of the picture. What does he matter to anybody?
1: Absolutely. I apologize for that. We're having some te- technical difficulties. But one thing, Mark, that fans want to know is, uh, I mean, you are they want to inside track onto your strategy sessions with Jay. Jay said that he's had you over to his compound at least once a week reviewing footage on everybody, everybody in the ASWF. Has there been anybody singularly that you found flaws in that you're kind of honing in on?
0: There are flaws within that entire locker room, even to the crazy man that decided he somehow made his way through your callers, which I believe you probably let that happen no matter what, just to get a rise out out of my manager, Double J.
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, part of the deal is with, uh, with Cataclysm is he wanted to talk directly at the co-commissioner, Bad Brad, because, you know, he, he wanted to deliver a message that he's not scared of them. And that's one thing I've got to ask you, you know, with that golden ticket, what is the uh, situation should you choose to cash in on Cataclysm? That's a crazy individual. What would you do in that aspect to gain the, upper, gain the upper hand and get inside of the head of somebody like Cataclysm?
0: How, how can you out crazy crazy? I'll give him that. The man is crazy enough that you don't know what he might do next, what he might come at you with. But that's the thing. I've done this for 10 years. He has no idea what I'm capable of when I choose to be. Right now, this is just the feeling out period. Like Double J said, I have that golden ticket. That golden ticket is for anything, meaning my mind is going to anybody with a championship. It doesn't matter if it's a tag division even. What I do is what I will do.
1: Well, I mean, I uh, one question people have brought up is, We've seen it before. Have you thought about going back after your ASWF Women's Division championship? Hey, let me tell you
2: something. You both, fuck you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something now. If you ever disrespect that champion again, I swear to God, if you disrespect the Golden Ticket Man again, I'm talk about that. I swear to God, I will knock you out right no. here on live. Michael,
0: Michael Carnahan, you need to understand something. When I went after that title. It was to prove to everybody that women are not fit to be in the wrestling world. When I did that, I had that title from Miss Nikki Lane the entire time. And how did she get it back? She had to have her husband help her to screw me over to lose that title. So no, I don't care about that. Do we even have a women, a women's champion at the moment? No, that's how much it means at the moment.
2: Michael Carnahan, it wasn't the women's title. It was a men's title. And the thing is, what he's trying to tell you again, you little weasel, the lanes are gone. That is old news. How many times do I have to tell you that the lanes are gone? if he was just business. We're tired of talking to you like this, man. Why don't you get with good questions and talk to a real man, that a real person that's going to be your future champion of champions? Well, Mark, I
1: mean, I, I mean, I've got to ask. Then short term, what's the plan for this Saturday night? What are you and Double J planning to do this Saturday night inside of the Valiant Arena?
0: This Saturday night, a little bit more scouting. You know, it's a, it's going to happen no matter what. I, whoever my opponent is, they're going to be they're probably going to fall to me. For the past three weeks, you wanted to talk about you know being fair and everything else, showing favoritism. The past three shows, I've done nothing but been in triple threat and then been screwed over because they both had to go against me to win. So, no, whoever I have, if it's one-on-one, all I'm going to do is beat them the hell up.
1: Well, Mark, that's definitely a strong message. And, you know, just like everybody else, we wish you the best going forward on your journey to the, evolu- or to the ASWF anniversary show. Excuse me. Uh, and, you know, We hope to see more. We look forward to seeing you as your plan unfolds with the infamous one double J.
0: Well, I'd say it was a pleasure talking to you, Michael, but uh, we would both be lying at that point. So, at that note,
2: (laughs) I'm off. (laughs) Hey, baby, I'll see you this Saturday night. I'll meet up with you early Saturday. I'll see you this Saturday night, baby. I'll meet up with you early. You take a good rest and keep getting that gym, baby, and we'll be rocking the house this Saturday night. See you then, Mark. Well, that obviously was your
1: client, Mark Wolf, taking a break. It sounded like he may have been in the gym getting ready for whatever he's choosing to do coming up uh, in the road to the or the journey, excuse me, to the anniversary show. I've been in contact with your favorite fan, and he's going to be coming up pretty quick. He said he's going to call in Double J, and he said he's got some messages for you. He wants to talk with you this week. About Mark Wolf, he wants to talk to you about everything. Double J and the ASWF.
2: Well, since I got control of the phone service over here, I'm going to make sure this guy don't come on tonight. I am so sick on this journey, the road to uh, the anniversary. I don't want to have. I don't have no words to discuss with him. So if yeah, you better not. You better not touch them buttons over there. I swear to God, I'll break your little fingers, Michael. Well, Double J, he's a fan,
1: and this is completely interactive. Is ASWF aftermath? We will you know, whenever we do get a call, we will take it. Now whether you choose to obviously talk with him, that's that's up to you, double J. But he he said he's been looking forward to this opportunity to speak with you personally. Oh. I, I don't know I don't know exactly what's going on here, no. but he said he's been looking forward to this opportunity all week. I'm not sure whether he's gonna ask you about Mark Wolf or what's gonna happen. But I can't wait. This is our favorite Fan coming on here soon. And as a matter of fact, here he is, oh, ladies no, and gentlemen. No,
2: get the no, ahead,
4: and here we go, Alex. Can you hear us? Hello, Mr. Mr. Michael Van How are you today?
1: I am fine, and I'm joined by your favorite guy, Mr. Infamous Double J. You said you had some questions for him this Ooh. week.
4: Oh the double j he he thinks he is something else, yes, being all sneaky and, and 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 sneaky that's the only word I can think of right now, but he is very sneaky with the with the wolf talk, talking and all that stuff. Why do you not tell us what is going on?
2: Why do I not tell you what's going on is because I don't have to tell you what's going on. did you come out out of your walk this week? I mean, did you come out of your rock? I mean, you need to stay on either
4: rock, because that's where you are as a rockhead. I updated the rock. Now I have 10 by 10 shed. It is very nice. It is very nice, very comfortable. I have both beds in there for me and the wife. It is very nice. We like it. Got TV on the wall with the computer. No internet, though. No internet. It is very sad.
2: You know, I'm surprised that you must have got this phone uh, one of, from uh, one of them free sites or something, or one of your bomb sites, whatever you call it. But I am not. What do you is. want this week, Alex?
4: I am. I what? am just. Disc- all right, all I right. first of all, I have to say a few things. That Brad talking down to fans—that is not good. Not good at all. If it was not for us, you would not be you. There we go. I said it. And Mr. Michael Banana Hands. Why did you upset the Cataclysm guy? That is not good. That guy is crazy. That guy will eat your soul. Why do you? Why do you make him mad?
1: I, I'm definitely not upset with Cataclysm. I actually really respect Cataclysm. I think he's one of the best superstars inside of the ASWF. I'm just
4: worried oh, about Cataclysm. Now you're arguing with losing. <laughs> no, very good,
1: Mr. Alex. I'm not brown nosing. I'm just saying that I'm Oops. a little Oops. bit worried for him because you know it, it, the ASWF competitors are all on a different level. So that means that something, you know, a, a cataclysm could be injured at any time, and that throws his championship reign well, into jeopardy. If keep right, so. you keep talking the
4: way on talking to him, you would get injured too. I mean, he might eat, I. In speaking, you make Mark Wolf mad. Why do you make, Mark Wolf would eat you, not eat your soul, eat you. That would not be good, because then you would not be able to do the talking that you do so well. Because that's about all you are good at, is talking, okay? I am not trying to be mean, I am just being honest.
1: I mean, that is true, Mr. Uh, Mister Alex. I'm definitely not a competitor, and I hope Mr. Wolf can keep his uh, anger in check as well as Mr. Cataclysm. I have respect for everybody that steps inside of the ring at the Valiant Arena. But I Do you say, still
4: respect the you know, Ray Ray, after he slapped you so many times? That is funny. That is very funny. I laughed so hard at that. Yes, that was good.
1: I, I mean I, I definitely still respect Ray. I my, I still have a handprint reminder,
4: so to speak, on my face Boy, every day. The br- the brown nosing is strong with you tonight, young one. <laughs> 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 All right, back to the double J. Michael Banana hand should be quiet. Okay. Mr Double J, you have the my my love course, it you. Been,
2: he, I love it. He called you he called you Michael Banana.
4: <laughs> is that That's not his, the right his name? Uh, what is his name? Uh,
2: excuse me. What is his Michael name? Michael Carnahead, that by, dot by banana hand.
4: Carning hand? Michael Car yeah. yeah. I I will stick with what I said. I am good. All right. Mr. Double J, you have the Mark Wolf with you. You used to have the stallion guy, the pony dude. You uh, you used to manage guys like Boss, like uh, uh, what is the the guys the Full Throttle. I, I remember these guys. Other than the Wolf guy, who are you looking at to expand your um 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 client client? What is the word? Clientele. That is the word. Who are is in your crosshairs, so to speak? Oh you want to know who we
2: over oh, me and Mr Wolf is going after next you, want, you No 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 no
4: I am curious as who you are looking at possibly managing other than Mr Wolf Oh
2: that's that's that,
4: that's
2: that's oh. why. Since, uh, Alex since you don't understand I am question. still the infamous, I'm I am still the infamous one and I still am called with the connection, you know, the infamous connection. So I do have my connections after Mr. Alex. What do you in
4: this for?
2: Uh, <laughs> well, well I, thought back, look look, want to be, I thought you would
4: want to be I thought you would want to be famous. I but
2: athletes, pure champions and born athletes, my friend, and I'm telling you right now, that's why I'm the infamous one because I am nothing but been on top of the mountain looking down at every little peasant, and it's never made it as far as I have. There ain't been no manager in the state of Arkansas compared to the infamous one. There ain't been nobody compared to me, what I've been through. I have re- I'm have. i the only manager in the state of Arkansas that's ever wrestled, ever managed, ever announced, and worked for three to four five promotions in the state of Arkansas.
4: Well, does that mean that they did not like you in the other things, so they kept moving you to other stuff?
2: I got paid more in different organizations, and I kept going and finding more cartel, like you want to sort of speak. That's what you want to talk about. Oh, I got friends okay. Every okay.
4: Okay. I was just curious. No, no. I am not disrespecting you or nothing like that. I like you, Double J. You are a good guy. I, well, not good guy, but you are cool. That word, word? Yes, that is right word. I like d double J. You're uh, very cool. I like talking to you too, cause you're uh, very funny when you get flustered. Yes.
2: Oh man, I tell you what, uh, I wish you would crawl back underneath your rock, and I hope it, hope the stick that you're holding up with will move and smash your brains on the ground, and you and your wife and your rock will go <laughs> floating down the Arkansas River somewhere, my friend. Rockstones float. <laughs>
4: Why you say a rock well, float? Rock float float? That does not so make
1: I sense. Float. I, I
4: am confused. I am very confused. Is that it? What, is it? what are you even talking about, Double J? I thought you were supposed to be man of words, and you are very confusing sometimes. I, I, but it is okay. It is okay. I like you. You are very good. Uh, have you thought of bringing I'll in a, another will your rock across the river. Hey, I am talking. Would you answer any questions, please? I am number one right, interviewer. Right, go ahead. I will be, res- I will
2: be respectful. Have, go ahead. Have, have, you, have two. you
4: thought? Have you thought of managing a new tag team, maybe? Hmm. Who, who, who would be a good title? tag team? I do not. You know, this uh, I, I do be, not I'm I'm know.
2: Be, be honest with you, I have been in talks for certain tag teams in the ASWF and around the Arkansas area about uh, managing and stuff like that. That
4: is, that is good. We need more tag teams. Dirty Little Gang and Little Injection beat the crap out of each other all the time. We need more Did tag you say teams. Little, little, little you can say that? Little, little, say little injection? injection? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. That's, you know, like they do in the prisons. <laughs> this guy's hilarious. What? Did I say something wrong?
2: No, I think it's it's so funny. <laughs> I am <laughs>
4: confused.
2: I am very confused
4: right now. But anyway. All right, anyway. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I will keep my composure. No, go no, ahead. That, that, was, that was my question. I was just curious. Because you are a good manager. You are very good at talking about your guys and, you know, telling your know, people that, ho, 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 these guys are the best. And I thought maybe you could do that with tag team. I, I will go get my brother over. I will try to bring him to States and you can manage me and my brother. How about that? Uh, I don't think you're fit to get in wrestling. I
2: think you still need to go to uh, being what you've been doing as a fan and watch what? it. Because it says on the doors it says on the even out the out and going out door, please don't try this at home, so you don't need to be trying it anywhere else. I'm sure but you are playing be at around home. With your bro- are you saying are you saying you've been at home playing with your brother?
4: No, I would not be at home. I would be playing in in the a s w s the ring yes
2: I, I don't think I don't think the fans want to see you playing with your brother, man I mean come on, leave that is just inside that, the wait wait a
4: second, you are making homosexual joke. That is not good. That is not good. I have talked to you about this before. That is not nice. Very nice. It is not very nice at all. I, I will. I, I'm sorry. Um, I am talking. I will talk to management. Ha, ha 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 They will punish you. Very good. Yes. Ha ha ha. All right. Uh, question number three. I um I have forgotten third question. What was I going to say? Oh man, this is this is not good, man. I wait. I asked several questions. I but not all of them went to you. I asked the banana hands guy about why he makes people mad. So that was actually a question. So I got at least thirty questions out. So I am good now. I am good. My journalist journalistic integrity is intact. Yes.
1: Yes, your journalistic integrity is intact, Alex. Okay, I, I have I thought of questions. I
4: thought of question. Thought question. So, what is going on with the with the with the uh guy, the uh the Leo Keegan guy? What was the deal with the video that I saw? Uh
1: we're not sure, Alex. We're uh, all we know at this point is Leo Keegan was attacked by somebody. He is very, very incensed right now. He's in a hospital room uh at a medical facility. We don't know where he is. Bad Brad and the other commissioner Yes, sir. Bad Brad and the other commissioner, Joey Britt, are uh have been in contact with him. Nobody can tell. They're breaking down the footage and uh as you heard earlier, Bad Brad said they've got a crack team uh, investigating it as we speak, but as of right now, Leo Keegan is still penciled in at the anniversary show, should he be cleared by the medical
4: facility. I I bet he's going to beat him up because he rolled around with guy in spandex. That is my opinion. <laughs> but I, 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 oh. I, the, the suspect list is kind of short. Because he have he's supposed to have match with Deadly Dell and the cataclysm, so to me, the one of the two guys possibly do. Yes, they they well, it depends on if they they want, really wanted to, to like figure out with this where this guy is, and and is I don't know if they either one of them have intelligence enough to do this. Huh. I am very curious about this. I am very curious indeed.
1: I mean, one thing you got to say about uh, both Deadly Dale and Cataclysm, though, Alex, is they may be insane, but they're not stupid. They're very intelligent, cunning individuals, and, you know, they are capable of this. But we're not saying it was one of them. We're just saying, you know, they are capable of it. You know, well, uh, Cataclysm especially is a very cerebral individual, and he has been known to play mind games.
4: Yes, but I think with the cataclysm, he would drag him back to to his 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 so you say compound or whatever, and try to warp his mind, not just beat him up. That is how I see this in least, because because the Brad Hicks was talking about the cult mentality thingy, the uh, cult. Is uh, that that the correct word? Like know, he'd a bunch of people, but the false prophet type thingy. But, you know, I think that is where he would go. Now, the Deadly Dale guy, I have seen videos. I have seen the, what is word, word, uh, stupid stuff that this guy has done. This guy has been, like, thrown down on concrete blocks and, and hit with light tubes and stuff like that. He has done the deathmatch stuff. That guy right there can be very dangerous. I think he could hurt hurt the the Leo Keegan guy. That is my opinion.
2: Well, uh my opinion, I, I think you was talking about I heard you mention about a compound. Were you talking about a ten by ten shed
4: compound? No, that is my house. Oh, you live in a ten by ten
1: shed, uh I Yes,
4: I upgrade. I told you that before. Do you not listen to that you are not listening to me. I will talk to I, the double I, J. The double J listens, at least. He may not like me, but at least he listens to what I say, if he can understand me. <laughs> Although well, the Alan, double J did try to call me Norman for some reason.
1: Yeah, I guess because you're Russian, like, his former client, Norman Meklikov. Oh,
4: that is what it was. Okay. I remember now. But, guys, I am going to have to go. I have to go to the store. I need Mountain Dew and cigarettes. So that way I can seem like real, true life Southerner. Then I will go watch the NASCAR. Yes? Okay. Is that that what people from the South do?
1: Uh, there is a lot of enjoyment of NASCAR, cigarettes, and Mountain Dew in the South. But Alex, before we let you go, I do have a question for yes. you. We're we're still wondering. Have you been able to find your Camelback with the Haterade like Action Jackson?
4: I told you last time. Okay, it is too expensive. The the camel Camel backpack thingamajigger or whatever you call it. They I find it on the Amazon this time. But it was still way well right. too expensive. And they did not even well, have time, the little, Alex. the little, what? It, you what? tax
1: time, Alex. Didn't you get your tax refund yet?
4: You have, you'll you get tax
1: refunds? Income tax, yeah, Alex. I, you work, and then you receive a W-2, and you file your taxes, and get a lot of money back from the government.
4: No, I did not know this. Maybe I should start yeah. paying taxes So I can get some back cool. Yes that
1: would probably be um, um what I'm uh, kind of uh, worried that the... Alex What does the Haterade hater taste like
4: What does the Haterade taste like You should You'll know have to ask... Double J <laughs> say you drink it All the time
1: Well I th- I think Double J's being a little Facetious there But
4: with that being
1: said I I oh, listen to the Michael
4: Banana taste. Hand using big words. I am very proud. Yes, I am very proud. You used the big word, "fastidious." I don't even think you know what that even means. But it is good that you used it. I am very proud of you. You are getting better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex, I think you're going to have to ask Action Jackson next time he's in the Valiant Arena what the hater haterade tastes
4: like. Because we know okay. you're at every,
1: at every show.
4: Maybe it tastes like the fruit punch. I like the fruit punch, if you have enough vodka in it. Well,
1: I I have heard that Russians like vodka, so, I mean, that definitely would be right up your alley.
4: That is stereotype. Do not stereotype me just because I like vodka. That is stereotype.
1: I apologize, Should I Alex.
4: should I First. use the stereotype that you are a fairy because you sound like little girl? That's what I thought. Goodbye, my Alex. friends.
0: Alex,
2: Alex, I think it's time for you to go to your. Your uh, uh what do they call it, to your little compound, or you need to go to the store and see your your foreign people that at the gas station and go get your foreign cigarettes and your American Mountain Dew, and go crime either underneath your rock or back in your in your shed and lock it up. And fortunately, I've hoped to I S to be up there and absolutely positively get to meet Alex one of these days, and, and I'm, I'm, I'll be be looking this again this Saturday night. I'm gonna be looking for you, Alex. And I'm going to show you what a real golden ticket winner looks like. Well,
1: Alex obviously is gone now, but we can't wait to see Alex and everybody this Saturday night in the Valiant Arena here as we continue down the journey to the anniversary show 19. And one thing I do want to mention, I don't want anybody to forget to go ahead and buy your raffle tickets. You get a six month, I believe it is passed to ASWF wrestling. You get to come in for free for six months, so don't forget to
2: uh, come in and buy your uh, buy your pass. Also, Michael, you forgot to mention, like you always do, you, you're kind of forgetful. Next Saturday, or excuse me, next Thursday night, ASWF Aftermath will not have a show. We're going to start running the week of ASWF shows, so next week we won't have a show, but the following, Michael. Take it from here, you you got the updates And you got the shows programmed already So let's keep these fans and everybody listening to Aftermath Let's jog them up and how this is going to work
1: Absolutely ASWF Aftermath is going to be a bi-weekly show now Every two weeks you will be able to hear ASWF Aftermath on the airwaves As uh, I believe it's going to be this week We're off next week And then for the next two weeks you're going to hear ASWF Aftermath As the Thursday before The Anniversary Show, we will have a special edition of ASWF Aftermath, and we will preview everything that's going to happen coming up April 7th at
2: Anniversary 19th. Well, well, I understood. Michael, you're going to try to line up guests. I'm going to go ahead and put before the night, before the show, we're going to have guys like Ray Ray on the show. We're going to try to get Axon Jackson on the show. We're going to reach out, you said, to Mike Anthony, Mark Wolf, Uh, Insane Shane, I mean, the half of the locker room has to go to try to get interviews from guys like that. We're going to probably extend the the hours of the show, even though it's a two-hour podcast show, it goes into uh, the uh, archive files. Of ASWF, so that means you can go. We'll set up a link. You can still go back in, still be recorded. It won't be live on air because we're only live for two hours on the show. And it goes back in the archive, and Michael will set that up so the fans will go back and listen. So, like I was saying, Michael, special show coming up is that we're gonna try to get Action Jackson, uh, Mike Anthony, Insane Shane, Ray Ray on the show. We're gonna get this card packed. We're gonna get the show packed up and get all these guys on the phone. and uh, and get them on the phone and get this interview set up for the ASWF Journey to Anniversary show, that big card, the night before, the week before.
1: Absolutely, we will. As a matter of fact, we are working with the reps of Mike Anthony to be coming on pretty quickly. I believe it will be within the next few weeks. We're working with Mike Anthony around his schedule. So the prominence of dominance will be uh, coming on, and I believe we may have something to say to you, Infamous One, wow. after, after what happened a couple weeks ago. But with that being said, you know, we are. We're efforting to get the number one contenders for the Tag Team Championship Lethal Injection on. We're efforting, as always, to get Ray Ray on. We're efforting to get the Evolution Champion. Hopefully we'll be able to come on one week. As always, we want to bring you, the fans, the best action, and we want to highlight the best wrestlers in the Mid-South right here on ASWF. And Double J mentioned a second ago that you can always go back and listen on Archive the uh, old shows from ASWF Aftermath and ASWF Saturday night. But the best way to catch ASWF Aftermath is live, completely interactive, Feel free to call in 347 989 1171. And I believe Double J and anybody else can attest the best way to catch the action inside of the Valiant Arena isn't on Talk Radio 49. It's live there at the Valiant Arena. So if you can make it, pay your $5 to come in. Address is uh, let me see here. Go ahead, keep going. But yeah, the address is uh, in Tuckerman, Arkansas. I believe it's Highway 367 North. Uh, and the, uh, the address is 201 Highway 367 North in Tuckerman, Arkansas. If you're in the area, feel free to come in. Uh, five dollars to get in, and kids six and under are absolutely free, ladies and gentlemen. And we are. We are on the road now, ladies and gentlemen. Big shows. It's one yes. of the journey to the anniversary show, the biggest show in ASWF history. And we are going to go ahead and go over the card that we know thus far for ASWF Anniversary 19. So far, we know one. We know two matches. We know the triple threat. We.
4: We
2: know you moron. It's gonna be a triple threat match, cataclysm. That's all we know as of right now. But the thing is, oh, oh, oh hey, hey, why are you, why are you looking at, Look, why are you looking at, why are you looking at a, a, a cat, dog, and headlights? Why are you looking at a dog and headlights? Look who just walked in to Bowl bone for studio. I'm just sitting here. I'm, a, I'm talking about me, the beautiful. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you look like you're scared now. <laughs> I think I'll, let me hold your glasses. Let me hold your glasses. That's going to be round two. Ladies and gentlemen, he is here. Ray Ray's in the studio. <laughs> here we go. Here you he go. Yeah!
4: <laughs> <What>?
2: <laughs> he just slapped the dog out of him. You leaving? I just thought I'd do that. Uh, Ray Ray just came by stuff old studios here at ASWF It just slapped Michael Cardian and Alex missed it <laughs> Dude that
1: Handprint on my face was finally Clearing up and oh my oh Dude I'm going to have Ray's handprint Tattooed on my face I, I, Oh my goodness Well once again I mean While we're on the subject Ray Ray heading to the ASWF Anniversary show. We're not quite sure his path or where it will lead, but what we do know is he has viciously attacked insane Shane over the past several weeks. We found out at the last show it was him. Where? I mean, have you been in any contact? Obviously, you have been in contact with uh, Ray. You just brought him here to sneak attack me,
4: but you know, we, we, I mean, you still hold it really, really hungry.
2: It, it stings.
1: It's. Stings. Things, Jay. Good God. You know
2: how my face feels. Well, if I had a face like that, I think it'd be killing me too, but that's of the point. The thing is, man, this this car it's building up here, the journey. We we gotta think you're jumping to conclusions. You're jumping all the way to April the seventh. And but you're you're jumping way ahead. I'm thinking about this Saturday night. You know, Mark uh after he got off the air he uh gave me a call. And, uh, was texting me as well. You know, it's going to be a beautiful, another beautiful Saturday night for me and him. And we can't wait to, like you said, do some more scouting. And the thing is, we're talking about Ray Ray. Let's get into that. You know, you go back and do the history. I went back and watched, uh, the videos this past week of, uh, the, the masked man started out jumping, uh, insane Shane, your, uh, extra, uh, revolution champion and, um, Mandy, you were so shocked. I even seen, like I said, I'm on a comment that a fan named Fred, he was even shocked when the mask was finally removed, and it was Ray Ray. And I was I was kind of shocked myself because I was watching the monitors back here, and they all, you know, when we was there, he uh, started yelling, and everybody was just in shock, you know, because I'd just seen him 10 minutes ago. We was just speaking to each other outside, and I had no clue. I was going to to the – to the my my personal vehicle and uh the next thing i knew i came back in that's when everybody was shouting and screaming and i seen up on the monitor there that that uh insane shane was laying on his back and ray ray was holding the uh evolution title
1: absolutely that is the thing with aswf
2: and with this situation and you know how quick he can be that's how quick he can be i didn't know he was doing this game was just he was just chilling, was not even dressed up or anything. I never knew it. You know, I didn't have any idea. I know you're looking at me like I'm a liar. You think I'm a liar? Are you, everybody's looking like a liar, you idiot. Well, that's the thing
1: with Ray. I mean, he's so quick. He's so conniving. And, you know, this attitude change about Ray, you know, usually he's smiling. Even on his bad days, Ray's smiling. I have not seen Ray smile once. He's been all business with that scowl on his face. Ever since that night in Tuckerman, when he revealed himself as the guy who attacked Insane Shane, he has been a very, very angry individual. And, I mean, Jay, you've talked to him. You're one of his uh, closest allies. Let me know, what is his mindset in your conversation?
2: Thing The uh, thing is... Um, I've done nothing but had uh, allegation talks with uh, Ray Ray, and the thing is, he's not told me anything personally what he's doing. We just we just talk about our problems that's, that's none of your business. We talk about private things, nothing about wrestling, nothing about he don't have to talk about his problems. You know why? He settles all of his problems in the ring. I know that for one thing, Michael.
1: Well, absolutely, he doesn't. It looks like. Got a problem right now with our evolution champion. Robin. What do you mean he has
2: a problem? What do you mean there's a problem? There's never been a problem. He's, he's problem solving. That's what he does. He's telling you uh, telling you out there. while right, you said that now? Says you think that's a problem? He's solving the problem. The problem is it's Shane. Shane is the problem. He and, and, and the the, uh, the guy that's coming in Ray. Ray is the problem solver. You know you get it. Well,
1: I mean Jay, you mentioned it's not a problem. I'll I'll. Uh, I'll mention to you the fact that this, Ray even said, his driving force behind all this, he has never in his illustrious career held the ASWS Evolution title. He needs that to complete a grand slam in the
2: ASWF.
1: You know, I think
2: that'll be a most accomplishing thing. You know, he's accomplished everything. He was a former ASWF Heavyweight Champion. He's a former ASWF Tag Team Champion. He is a Hall of Famer. He's been through many matches you can think of in ASWF, Michael. And now he's waiting for that last glorious thing. Do you, do you, what, let me ask you something. Since you're the the wrestling analysis, you're the voice of ASWF. You know about more about wrestling than anybody in this studio between me and you. What do you think? Are you are you saying that? Uh, uh, oh, oh, okay. You're saying that Insane Shane is just little gonna become up a little short, and he's gonna walk out. Is that is that what you're talking about? You're you're you're, you're taking give give Shane the short end of the bargain here.
1: Absolutely not. While you're sitting here making fun of Shane, you know as well as I do. You've watched Shane week in and week out, completely defy the odds. He's one of the most courageous. He's got the biggest heart of all the ASWF superstars. All I was alluding to was the fact: should Ray win this match, he will complete what very few superstars in ASWF history has ever been able to do, and he will be one of the only Grand Slam champions
2: in ASWF history. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what, Michael. I it just it just hit me, and I'm not trying. I'm just a I'm just a manager. I'm not a competitor. But you know what? I, I see what I just said kind of makes more sense to me now. Ray Ray is coming in, and he is being a problem solver. You know what? It takes a real professional wrestler, a, a uh, legend as himself, you know, a Hall of Famer, to come in and show this guy, Insane Shane, what wrestling is about, because this guy has no clue what a wrestler is, what a true wrestler is like Ray Ray, because all he's ever done is MMA. So it takes a real wrestler To come in and show an MMA fighter What wrestling is all about And that somebody's going to get whipped Real hard with that
1: Well we're about to see Coming up up here soon This is going to have to come to a head Eventually The ASWF Evolution title You know means that much to Ray But one thing I want to mention You mentioned his background in MMA And his Muay Thai skills And you know He has managed to be able to acquiesce into his into his skill set, the Muay Thai and all the MMA work and everything like that. With that being said, that makes him one of the most dangerous competitors inside of the Valiant Arena, and that is one of the things that I believe Ray is forgetting. Ray, oh.
2: Ray, oh, he just left. He just left the studios, and you're not gonna give. The, you're not gonna, You're not gonna give him credit. You're just saying, oh, he now he's got enough just because he's, uh, uh, oh, don't you dare. Don't you dare try to grab this microphone while I'm trying to talk. I think you're not giving Ray Ray enough credit. I've gave Shane all he can do, and he's down to here. He's a little bit short of coming to what, what Ray Ray's accomplished. I'm just saying right now that Ray, you're, you're, you're trying to say that Ray Ray has Alzheimer's. You're saying because he's a Hall of Famer. And he has Hall Timers now? Is that what you're saying? You need, Now I guess you need your teeth slapped out. Now you got both your cheeks, Ro- Rosie Red Santa.
1: No, absolutely not. I would never say that Ray is one of the – I would never say that Ray is overlooking somebody. Or he He's obviously one of the best. And that's the thing I've got here is the fact that Ray, Ray's in for a fight. That's what I'm getting at. Ray is in for a fight when it comes to the Evolution title. And that that's exactly what's going on here. I'm not sure what the outcome will be, but Ray is in for a fight. You know, Ray Ray hasn't really been in there with a guy who, if he misses a punch, could get his arm snapped off with an arm bar or a Kimura. Ray hasn't been faced somebody of this caliber but then again, nobody
4: can kid me.
1: Nobody's ever in Shane Shane has never fought somebody as
2: dangerous as Ray Ray. You're exactly right, but you're sitting over here bill 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 bill. I'm telling you right now, you don't know what you're talking about. I don't know you don't know what you're talking about at all. You're uh you're exactly saying that you know Shane's dangerous. you didn't set this week. Before Saturday, and I'm gonna force you to watch Ray Ray's matches from different federations. It doesn't matter. You need to go back and archive yourself and start looking at some matches here, and compare them to him. Then take your brains and go down there and capitalize them all together, and watch this Saturday night, my friend. Well, we will see. You know, There's a what? library. There's a library. There's a library of ASWF and stuff right here. We got. I got right here set up with matches of Ray Ray, anywhere and everywhere. I'm just telling you right now, Michael, you've got to watch that.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be back in just a moment to uh, wrap things up, so to speak, here on ASWF Aftermath. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up, get you ready for this Saturday night. You're listening to ASWF Aftermath on Talk Radio 49.
3: Are you looking for the best deals for your vaping and accessories? Then check out the guys at sub Vapor. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at Sub-Own Vapors located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Rock, Arkansas. Want to see you? Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. Sub-Own Vapors. Vape it like you built it. the last one
1: Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Last final quarter of ASWF Aftermath. I'm not sure what that was. But we are joined once again by our illustrious co-commissioner. And I'm trying to figure out how every time he comes on, it was just the screen automatically pops up. And how has he got this technology? I remember when we first saw that the co-commissioner was coming in, that they were bringing in this Skype board and everything. And just a, magically, it pops up whenever he's ready to talk, how oh, he's got that technology I'll ever know. But uh, our co-commissioner back on the air here with us. And, Brad, uh, we were talking about Insane Shane and Ray, and, you know, I mentioned Ray, uh, he's never fought a competitor this dangerous. The guy who, if Ray misses a punch, can take his arm and snap it just like that. You know, the MMA background. You
3: You absolutely have to. You literally, Michael, are the epitome of what the fans at ASWF are. Exactly. I cannot believe that you would make such a bold statement to say that an ASWF Hall of Famer, a guy who's been everywhere like Ray Ray, hasn't faced anyone as dangerous as in St. James. Let's go down the list of, of the potential people he's met in his what? Uh, what has he been? 14, 15, 16-something-year-old career. Enforcer. Um, he's matched uh, against big Vic Vicious before, I believe. Idle Bane, Deadly Dale, all of these guys. Dangerous in their own right. Now, does Insane Shane have a skill set that maybe Ray hasn't seen lately? Absolutely. But you cannot, well, for one it. minute, throw away the fact that the experience of doing what he does best will not play the overriding factor. Because let's face it, experience wise, in Shane Shane or Ray Ray,
1: obviously Ray. Right.
3: So there you go.
0: Obviously Ray. Right. You just figured it
3: out. Good job, Mike. I know you're slow. And it's like opening a, a 30-year-old Dr. Pepper. We get it. But eventually it, it still surfaces to the to a degree. It's drinkable. It may taste like crap, but it works in the pitch, and that's what we got you for.
4: I,
1: I, I don't know about a uh, 30-year-old Dr. Pepper being drinkable, but with that being <laughs> said, uh, Brad, I wasn't discounting any of Ray's previous opponents. What I was saying is with the MMA skill set, It takes Shane to a level of danger. Oh, and he just came back and slapped me again. Really? Really? You come back? Oh, Jake. Oh.
2: Double J to you. Or excuse me, the infamous one, you know, but everybody. Anyways, Brad, I'm so sorry. I
3: think he just (laughs) runs his his mouth to hear
2: himself talk. I really do.
3: I'm
2: sorry. He's yelling. I'm fixing to slap you in his teeth. What did you say?
3: I think, he just, I think he just talks to hear himself talk. I've never heard anybody open their mouth and just – like the only thing that Michael should do when he opens his mouth is breathe. And he could stop doing that at any point in time too, and it wouldn't hurt my feelings.
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm done with him,
3: and I'm sick and tired of him. You know what it is? is he's got the whole rockin' Ricky rollin' Joey Britt syndrome – nobody's as good as his, oh, and Shane, Shane, I just love him, he's spectacular, he's amazing, he's a champion, y'all give a damn if Carrie Underwood sings it or not, that doesn't mean it's true, and the fact of the matter is, is that when the badass, Ray Ray, comes to the scene, and he wants a shot at Shane, and, and if that's what he so desires, then, you know what, I think Shane's gonna have to go, man, You know, I'm pretty darn good, but you know what? I think Ray's a little bit better than me. And that's the realization that Insane Shane's going to get. His name is going to come true because he's insane to think that he can handle Ray Ray. That's my honest opinion. And you know what? My opinion's gold, and so am I. And as I always like to say, damn it, it feels good to be
2: me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is Somehow this, this moron over beside me He needs to reach out And get a hold of Insane Shane And if he could hear my voice Insane Shane Again I'm inviting you to come on to ASWF Aftermath In two weeks At 7 o'clock I know you can read time I know it takes you a little bit to read it But I mean it's 7pm 7, 7 with P and dot M You know and we'll give you the numbers to dial in. Michael, get a hold of you. We want to hear your side of the story. I mean, he's been on his back, Brad. We've been seeing the videos. Insane Chain's been laying on his back for a long time. It's hopefully he can dial a phone and call in and talk to us and give his side of the story. I mean, I want to talk to him face-to-face, but I, I just don't want to – I can't talk to Mitch, you know. I just, I'm afraid of him. But anyways, I can talk to him on the phone.
3: I mean, you know, here's the thing. I have to be in the room with some of these guys. And, and yes, they are intimidating, uh, to say the least. And, and, and Insane Shane is, unfortunately, at this time, the Evolution Champion. So I have to respect that, being in the upper tier of the ASWF management. But I, I know that just irritates a lot of people to, for me to say that. But I love saying it. So I'm going to say it one more time. I am the co-commissioner. I am in the upper tier of the ASWF, so read it and weep. And, you know, I got something I want to say real quick to a particular fan out there that watched the video. Adjust your screen, you moron, because there wasn't nothing out of line. I don't do anything out of line. That's what I'm trying to say, and WJ, you know who I'm talking about. So let's just build a bridge and move on past it, man. Let's just move on past it.
1: Well, Brad, I, and once again, I uh, want to establish I'm not taking anything away from Ray. Ray is one of the greatest, and like I said, he'd be I believe. Did you just say taken away?
3: Did you did
0: Did you just say that? What?
3: Oh, well, I said I'm not it, oh, you away from oh, Oh, okay. Well, we were just talking about a particular fan and something getting taken away. I thought maybe you knew already.
0: Oh Lord.
1: <laughs> anyway. Like I said, I, Sorry. I'm not taking anything away from Ray. Should he be successful in his quest, he will be only the second individual to achieve the Grand Slam Championship of the ASWF. That's holding every title that the ASWF has to offer. So much respect to him on his Hall of Fame career. What I was saying is that Ray is going to have to deal with a new aspect of the game with this MMA and Muay Thai You know, you've got to admit, Shane has been able to move his MMA experience beautifully into professional wrestling, and that makes him a very dangerous... I've never,
3: again, while you're putting words in people's mouths, I've never said that Insane Shane was anything other than what he really is, and that's a great fighter, he's a great wrestler, and he's got a skill set that, yes, is a little new to the ASWF, and... You know, it's going to take some adjustments, but that's what Hall of Famers do. Do you think that every time that Ray Ray stepped in the ring with a a new opponent that he was, you know, oh, I mean, there's always a skill set that someone brings to the table that Ray's never seen, but true champions adjust to it, and that's what he's going to do when he gets the opportunity, if he chooses to take it, against a guy like Shane. That's just the point of the matter. That's what makes great, great, and above average, above average. And I'm not saying he's above average, but by the time Ray gets done with him, it's not going to matter. He might retire in St. Shane.
2: Well, Brad, you know, he might he might have to stop in the middle of the match. You uh, almost made me laugh there when he said, when he gets in there, he might have to adjust. Is it, does right have to pull out a, an onerous manual, so to speak, wrestling manual, go, here you go? Is that what
4: you're
3: <laughs> I mean I mean, Michael apparently is stuck in this whole March Madness where we're going to go into the halftime and we're going to pick up the guard and we're going to play the power four Shut up, Michael. You try to sound intelligent, and you're no more intelligent than a fan at wrestling. You you know what? You're the male version of Frida. I'm just saying Stop. Give it up. Let it go. I mean, good Lord. Double J, how have you not strangled the ever-loving life out of this guy? He's over here and he's trying to make me and you look like we're just evil villains. We're the most honest people at ASWF. I don't
2: get it. It's very very hard. It's very hard. But if, uh, you know, it's. It's it's very hard to uh, you know for him to carry a show or be a settler of uh, frontiers, but you know the thing is.
3: I mean, uh, look, uh, I just uh, I don't, double J. I wanted to ask you uh, before we run out of time, you know, I, I, and and somebody wouldn't let me get a word in to Mark Wolf, but uh, I wanted to to make a correction that you introduced him and you left out one simple single thing, double J, and, and I know it's you got a lot on your plate, but. You forgot to mention a future champion because I predict that Mark Wolf will be a champion in the ASWF. When and where, who knows? When
2: and how, well, who knows? Exactly but it will happen. That's the right. I just didn't want to leave too much up because, you know, we're talking about Tuckerman here. You gotta do. You gotta give oh, them well. a little bit of time and fee, fee, feed them out of time, you know, because they're still they're still oh, having yeah. trouble at the front door. They're still trying to have. You gotta build them a, them a bridge. bridge <laughs> <laughs> they're still having trouble at the front door. They're still trying to pay for food steps to get in, and that's not so they care. can. Uh, yeah. You gotta build them a bridge you know, so they can get over the, the river together, Jordan. They don't have money, but I'm not gonna run them down because Alex Alex got on the phone. He was a, he was a fan. He goes, Alex did say, hey. You can't talk about the fans because it wasn't for. He said, for us, for us, y'all wouldn't be here. I told him to go crawl back on in here and he says, Whoa. or his shed and get is the he not? Out of is, is, church, you know.
3: Has Trump not deported Alex yet?
2: I mean. I don't think he's ever found him. I don't
3: know. I hope he finds him soon because I'm. Ugh, Alex, really? <laughs> he, really <laughs> he really doesn't like you. I I don't even know who Alex is. I know who Alex the Great is, and we know Alex isn't great. And uh, I know who Alexander Bell was, and we know that uh, he's no Alex. So, I mean, it is what it is. Double J, the, the thing is is that they can go check their sundial, and that's when the shadow is at a particular formation. It'll tell you to show up at the arena. So hop on your lawnmower, your wife, your horse, your, hell, steal your kids' hot wheels and just Motor on down to the Valley Arena this Saturday night And I promise you With all the sincerest of integrity That I will provide for you A type of entertainment you have never seen before A type of entertainment That Joey Britt and Rocky Rowland Couldn't put together If they had every tool imaginable And that's what we're going to give you Saturday night We're going to give you a fair, equitable And amazing card This Saturday night at the Valiant Arena on our road to the anniversary show. I'm not going to miss it. I know you're not going to miss it. Hopefully Michael misses it, but we can only hope.
2: Well, hello. Hello. All right, Brad. I heard you. Hey, Mark. What are you doing? I got to go.
1: There you go. You heard it. Mark Wolf obviously knows that he's in here. Uh, Bad Brad, I believe you know the show's coming to an end. We are going to talk to you guys this Saturday night live from the Valiant Arena as it is one of the final stops on the road to the anniversary show, ladies and gentlemen. ASWS Saturday Night Live this Saturday night only on Talk Radio 49 and also live in the Valiant Arena. We will talk to you this Saturday.